I'm pulling in a driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for us to drive to work. Okay, we've got a special treat for you. Um, back in the day, I used to have, uh, when Matt Cavada would come with me, we'd occasionally do a thing called Mailbag with Matt. And then, when I was driving Rachel to school for a while, we did Replies with Rachel. So today, dun 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 dun, it's Small Talk with Sarah. <laughs> Say hi, hi. Sarah. <laughs> so what we've done here is you guys have mailed, uh, I asked you guys to tweet me all sorts of questions. Sarah has a list of all the questions. She will pick out whatever question she wants. These questions were addressed, some are to me, some are to her, some are to both of us. She can pick out whatever question she wants, and then uh, either I or her will answer depending on who the question is for. Okay, do you have a first question for me? Yeah, first question is So for... say say who's who it is, and then read it. Okay, it's for you. Um, this is from, uh, should I say yes. they're at? Yeah, say who it's um, from. From Sander for Kyle. What are your thoughts on Wild West Plane? I know it was a meme a while back, but I actually thought it was a super cool idea. Um, it is something that has come up numerous times. Uh, we like doing top-down worlds. I, lo- I And I love doing genres. I love doing sort of pop culture genres. So I would like for us to do Western. Um, I think the biggest problem with Western is it's just kind of been out of favor for a while. Like if this were the 1950s, it'd be a shoe-in. Um, so part of it is we need to find our way to do a magic take on it. Um, and I, I think we've, while we've discussed it, we haven't really found the perfect way to do it. But I do believe one day, I believe it's something we will eventually do one day. Next question. <laughs> Next question is from Jeremy Quinn. Hi, Sarah. Does your father repeat stories to you as much as he repeats them to us? Yes, he does. He loves, I don't know, he loves to probably everything that comes up in our lives. He'll probably retell to you guys. Um, he doesn't have to retell them to us so much because I I'm in most of them and I know what happened but yeah he he definitely would will come home and tell us stories about what happened at work or when he's on a vacation but yeah he does that a lot so what Sarah's saying is I treat you guys like family oh how nice yeah. okay next question <laughs> um next question from um Luna what are the biggest things that you two share in common with one another? Okay, what do you think? What are the biggest things we share in common? Um, that's a good one. We both love, um, like, working our brains, you know? We both love puzzles and, yeah. like, escape rooms and different sort of, I don't know. M- mental challenges. Mental challenges like that. Um, he's gotten me to absolutely love games. Um play them every Friday night as a family. We're both, um, <laughs> I don't know. We're both those, those, those are the creative. two big ones I was thinking. Yeah, creativity, know. puzzles, games, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of the mental stuff. Mental. Not so yes, much. on the physical, physical, no. Sarah's the jock. I was never a jock. As I'm on my way to rock climb. Okay. Yep. Um, next one is from Ebert. What lessons learned from magic design have you have proven most useful in raising a family? Um, so here's, here's probably my number one thing is part of learning how to do game design is making the game be what the game wants to be and not what you want it to be. And I think raising kids is very similar where the goal of raising a kid is to make the kid the best version of what they want to be, not the best version of what you want them to be. Um, and so that, that is my, that's my answer. I like it. Okay. This one is from Silly Draco. Mark, for the love of cheese and all that is holy, when will we see our squirrel planeswalker? Well, first, <laughs> I first, I gotta get, I got, well, 
that's a big ask. I, I mean, I'm trying my hardest to get squirrels into black border. Uh, I believe that squirrels deserve to be in black border. Obviously, I put them in silver border whenever I can. Um, I, I don't know if we'll ever get to the squirrel planeswalker. Um, I don't even know what that means. Well, so the planeswalkers in Magic are the main characters that cast Magic. Uh-huh. Like you, the players, when you play, oh, you're a planeswalker. Okay. That makes sense. And so our planeswalkers mostly are humans, but we have like a, um, a minotaur planeswalker and an elf planeswalker okay. and a merfolk planeswalker. So they want a squirrel. Uh, that, it's a big ask, just because yeah. we don't even do a lot of squirrels. Forget planeswalker squirrels, just normal squirrels. <laughs> okay, um, this next one is from Beef Cat. Beef Cat, okay. Beef Cat, if you weren't designing magic, what would you be doing? Um, I assume I would be <laughs> writing. I mean, my, my, my career before this career was writing, mm-hmm. uh, and I really did love writing. Um, if I hadn't got into game design, I assume I'd be writing. I, I'd probably have a top a top TV show right now, and uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Okay, this one is from St. Patrick. Given that your father is who he is, how much does magic have an impact on your life? Um, well, again, with the games thing, I'm always doing games, and I bring up games to my friends and stuff, and um, a lot of the times people will recognize me for my last name because it's not very common. Um, and there's there's a few people that are, like, super into magic that are, I don't know, that really enjoy it, and I mean, they tell me how much they like it, I'm like, oh, that's so cool, um, I don't understand how, how much, it, but, <laughs> I said, how much did you understand? Um, you try to teach me, but I never really, I did teach you how to it. play way back when, but you never really took to it, I so. mean, it's just, it's not, it's not for me, personally, I don't, I don't even play that many games anyways, like, but you play more par- super into, you play more like, party games than you yeah, play, like, strategy yeah, games, yeah. so, um, but it has a big impact on my life because, um, I don't know, I, that's one of the big topics I talk about with people just cause they're interested about it. Um, but I think it's really cool. Um, okay. Next, next question. Next question. Okay. Next question. Question is <laughs> from Nick. Sarah, is your dad a safe driver while he's doing the podcast? Good question. Am I a safe driver? Yes, he's a very safe driver. He's a really good driver, actually. Um, he's currently teaching me how to drive because I have to get 50 hours for my driver's ed. You do. And I have 13 or 12 so far. 13, I think. Um, yeah, he's the person who comes with me on all my drives because yeah, uh, my mom is Sarah, Sarah, absolutely <laughs> terrified of me driving her around. But yes, he's a safe driver. He's a good driver. Um, let's see. These are funny. Okay. Um, the next question is from, let's see, Michael Cox. What's okay. the weirdest thing about having a dad who makes games for a living? What's the weirdest thing? I don't know. What's I don't the think there's thing? anything weird about it. I think it's really cool. Um, it's a little weird that, I mean, it's not weird, but it's more, I'm not used to it, like people freaking out about it and then coming up to me and like, trying to talk to me about it and I don't understand the game and I'm like like I know I know what the game is I'm like oh it's cool you play it but like they try to talk to me about it and I'm like I don't understand what you're saying um (laughs) that's that's probably it um okay next next question next question is 
Okay. Do you think there will be another You Make the Card near in the future? Okay, so the You Make the Card, uh, we've done four of them so far. It's something where we let the audience sort of make decisions. So pick a color, pick a card type, you know, and um, we let the audience sort of through voting craft a card. Um, the biggest problem we have with You Make the Card is it takes a lot of time and uh, it's a, there's just a lot of energy and stuff. And so um, I do think we'll do it again, but it is, it is a humongous amount of work. Uh, way, way, way more than it takes to make any normal magic card. Um, now, we know that the audience enjoys doing it. We know it's fun to sort of get you guys involved. So I do think we'll do it again. Um, but it is tricky. And now it's tricky. You guys don't, when you make the card, you don't know what we're doing. Like we're putting in a set that you're unaware of what's going on in the set. And so uh, finding the right place where we can do something, where we have the ability for you guys to make what you want, but it makes sense in the set. It, it's just, it's difficult. It's, it's tricky to do. Okay, this next question is from Napoleon. Mark, which color or colors best describe Sarah and why? Sarah, do you agree? Well, Sarah does not know the magic I colors. I don't know. So no. I can name them, but I don't know what they um, specifically. Okay, so let's see. What colors is Sarah? Uh, I think you have some red in you. Okay. You, you have a little bit of impulsiveness, and you definitely have some aspect to you that's driven by your emotions. <laughs> um, I also think you have some blue in you, because I think that you are very uh, always trying to perfect yourself and get better. You like a lot of mental things. You like mental challenges. And I think there's some white in you because I, I think you look for the greater good and you, you try to make things right by all people. So I will say you are red, white, and blue. That's my awesome. American. Okay. Um, this next one is from Lawant. I'm sorry if I'm like... Um, really bad at I think I'm the name. Okay. okay. Um, favorite movie of the year so far? What is your favorite movie? I, I, Rocket I, I, Man! I, yeah, Rocket Man. Um, <laughs> why, so why, 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 why do you like Rocket Man? I thought it was really good. Okay, well, I really like Elton John, um, yeah. in the first place, and I also really like the lead actor, so. Okay. Really and it was good a good movie. movie. It was okay. such a good movie. My pick, which should not be a surprise, uh, I think Avengers Endgame was the movie I was most excited to see and probably enjoyed the most. I saw it a bunch of times, and um, anyway, as a lifelong comic book fan, uh, it is hard not to enjoy a three-hour epic that has, like, 25 superheroes in it, so. Um, this next question is from Connor Stanley. For okay. Sarah, what's the best thing your dad can cook or grill? Um, <laughs> like, what is the best thing I can cook or grill? Um, he can grill some nice steak, some nice, I don't know, oh, like, hamburger. We do, we do, like, steak tips. Yes, yeah. we do. We do steak on some I don't nights. grill a lot, though. I, yeah, I, I, grill, I grill hamburgers. I grill hot dogs. That's about I'll it. do steak tips every once in a blue moon. Um, I mean, he's not he's not Gordon Ramsay, but he can, I mean, I can make cook, pasta I, or something. There's other things I cook. I, I don't grill a lot. I do cook some stuff. Yeah, that's true. So okay. What's your favorite thing that I cook? You don't cook a lot, though. I do not. Okay, I cook uh, some. Spaghetti. You make spaghetti. Spaghetti, okay. Pretty good. Okay. Um, this next one is from Truman. Sarah, have you gone anywhere cool through your dad's job? Yes, I have. Um, a little while back, we were flown out to Disneyland um, because they um, wanted my dad to speak at Pixar. Um, no, not a picture. Mixing er, things up. What? Uh, Wait, they wanted me. To sp no, no, no. They wanted me to speak. Or I, I did speak at Walt Disney. Um, Wait, what's it called? Walt Disney Imagineering, I think. Oh. Um, Wait. So I, sp I spoke at Disney. Oh, it's Pixar. A different trip. Pixar was a different trip. Psych. Um, 
I, uh, we, I, I have a friend that works at Pixar, so we got a yeah. tour of Pixar, but okay. that, that was a different thing. No, um, so anyway, I spoke at Disney, yeah. and uh, instead of getting paid, well, I got, I mean, I got paid <laughs> through um, hotel and tickets yeah. for my kids and, and my VIP family. And it was yes. so nice. Oh, we had a VIP tour. Oh, I, ru- I, I ruined it and <laughs> my children. I know. I can't go back without a VIP. So what a VIP tour is is so they nice. t- they take you around the park and you like you get a cut to the front of the lines. Anyway, it was it was. Uh, so I think what we had a six hour right. It was a six hour VIP tour. Yeah. And in six hours, I think we went on like thirty rides or something crazy. <laughs> anyway, it was fun. Okay, this next question is from William. Does Morrow's hatred of bananas run in the family? That's funny how you guys know that. Do you talk about how you hate bananas? Or it's a thing. They know I don't like bananas. It's a thing. Okay, no. I love bananas. My entire family loves bananas. My dad well, well, despises bananas. Well, wait, I mean, I, I know it's Adam so, loves bananas. Mommy so loves bananas. Good. You love bananas. Does Rachel? Will Rachel eat bananas? Probably. I mean, I've never seen sweet. Rachel eat a banana. Like, okay, well. I, I mean, I, she might not just like them, but. I mean, I know that you and Adam and Mommy love bananas, so yes, yeah. it does not run in the family. It does not run in the family, no. Um, let's see. Um, this next one is from Sasha. Okay. okay. You do have to agree to share an ice cream. Oh, to share ice cream and can only get have one flavor to share. What is that flavor? Uh, it's one of two things, is my guess. Something you normally go for, like a triple chocolate. Well, I mean, my, my guess is it'd be some form of chocolate yeah. or it'd be like mint chocolate chip. Oh, I love mint chocolate chip. I'd say that mint chocolate chip's Probably. my guess because yeah, I like mint chocolate, chocolate chip, chip too. Yeah. So we'll go with mint chocolate chip. Awesome. Okay. Um, this next one is also from William. Um, what is Morrow's favorite dad joke? I don't know. He just comes up with random things like on the spot all the time. There's just too many dad There's jokes too to name one. many. Yeah, I know. Um, and I was telling dad jokes before I was a dad, so... I was prepping my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Um, this next one is from Antonio. How do your classmates treat you knowing your dad is the leader, lead designer of MTG? What about relatives and fi- friends in general? Okay. So, um, it depends because some of my friends will know like what magic is. Some of my coaches or some of my teachers or something will know what magic is. Um, only a few of them really like get really excited about it because only well, they a have few to be, of they them have to play like, it right yeah 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 a lot oh i know quite a few people that do play it but some of them are like really really big fans and that's to the point where they start asking me questions and like oh my god and i want to meet him and like all this stuff um but I, they treat me normally it's not anything crazy like i'm not getting mobbed or anything but they You're just get mobbed. no not not no um but, I mean, I have had a teacher that's just all, it was a sub, and he read my last name. He's like, oh, um, are you... Yeah, you told, you, you told you the story. Rizzo? Yeah, I know. And then he went crazy about it. And I'm like, I don't know anything about the game. But, um, no, they treat me the same. They know who he is. But, um... Okay, next question. That's pretty cool. Okay. Um, this next one is from Ringo Derbar. Ringo Ringo Durbar Durbar, okay Um, What is the reason why previous standard staple cards like Lightning Bolt are not printed anymore in standard? Um, well, uh, Lightning Bolt uh, So sometimes uh, in early magic or during magic we come up with something uh, we think it's fair 
But as we start playing with it, we realize, ah, not as fair as we thought. Uh, and Landing Bolt is a very powerful card, so powerful that it tends to warp environments that it's in, that having Lightning Bolt environment really restricts what other things we can do in that environment. And so that is why we just can't, you know, the, just because we made something once doesn't necessarily mean it's appropriate. You know, we try things sometimes and they prove to be a little more powerful than we intend. And so stuff like Lightning Bolt, that's why we don't often reprint Lightning Bolt. Um, okay. This next question is from Logan. Okay. How big a role does elegance play in card design? Has it changed over the years? Um, I mean, I think elegance is something you, you aim for. Um, when you make a truly elegant design, as, as a designer, you know, it's like, Mwah! That's, that, that's the thing you want to make. Not a, sometimes to do something cool, it just requires a lot of words, and it's, it's not quite as elegant as you hope. But the goal is you always try to be elegant. Um, you can't always be elegant, but that is, that is what you try to be. And hopefully, if you make a set, you get to make some elegant designs uh, in the set. Okay, next question. Next question is from Jay. What's the best story either or both of you have heard about people meeting from playing MTG? I haven't heard of any stories of people meeting while playing. Maybe you have. Oh, I've heard a lot of... I mean, I get a lot of mail. Like, like for example... Numerous times I've gotten letters that are like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm getting married next week and I would have not have met my wife, husband, you know, uh, had it not been through magic. We met through magic. Um, I even had somebody who sent me a birth announcement <laughs> saying that uh, they had met their significant other through magic and that, you know, now they're having their first baby. So, um, so anyway, I, I've had a number of people sort of talk about how they've made friends, you know, Relationships have been formed through magic. I, I get a lot of letters like that, which is always cool. Keep sending them. I, I like reading them. Um, this next one is from Scott P. Do you feel like you have less impact over finished cards with the change to vision set and play design versus the old system? Oh, yeah. I absolutely do. I mean, the, the current system of, of vision, I just work on sets less time each. Um, I... I know the vision thing, it used to be I would work on a set for a year before I handed it off, back in the old design development model. Now I'm working on a set for four months before I hand it off. Um, what that means is I have a bigger impact on each set. Like, I used to not work on every set. I used to just work on the big sets. Uh, but now that every set is a big set, um, it allows me to, like, I, I definitely have my fingerprints on every set, but I, I make less of the final cards because I work closer to the beginning and farther away from the end step. But I've made plenty of magic cards. I've made literally thousands of printed magic cards. I, I, I will not, I do not feel like I've not made a, a major stamp on making cards in the game. And I still, plenty of my cards I make still, still get through. So it's not like I don't make some cards. I just don't make quite as many as I used to as far as finished cards. Um, next question. Next question is from Aqua Volfi. Okay. Can you convince your dad to cosplay at the next event he's at? Do you know what cosplaying is? I do know what cosplaying is, and I think you would love to go as yourself. You're pretty good. <laughs> I've actually seen people, like, dress up um, as you for Halloween and stuff. Yeah, one so year in my whole office, all, all of R&D dressed up like me That's for Halloween. That's so funny. Um, I guess it's an easy costume. You can but, cosplay yourself. Oh, uh, super easy. Super I, I, I'm not that that big into cosplaying, so uh, I'm not sure you'll see me cosplaying as something other than me. 
So, Sarah's failed. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Okay, um, next question's from Indigo. Okay. When you set out to do a new expansion, is the first consideration the artistic flavor of it or the mechanics? Well, I mean, I talk about whether something's top-down or bottom-up. Top-down means you start with the flavor and then figure out mechanics to match the flavor. Bottom-up is we start with mechanics and then figure out flavor to match the mechanics. I like doing both. We do both. Um, part of what makes magic fun is we keep trying. Each set is made slightly differently than the last. And so it changes. There, there are different sets that go both directions. You know, Innistrad was very much started from a top-down. Ravnica was very much started from a bottom-up. So both end up making really cool sets. from Andon. If you could purge one card from the entire history of magic, which, if any, would you remove? I would remove leeches. <laughs> it's the only card in magic that gets rid of poison. Uh, I would get rid of that. That's what I'd get rid of. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of, uh, I mean, as far as other choices I can make, there are a lot of color pie breaks and stuff that annoy me, but there's a whole bunch of them. There's only one card that removes poison that shouldn't be there. So if I only get to remove one card, I'll take the one that I can fix the one problem. Uh, color pie breaks are so many, it's I, I can't fix it with one card. Okay. okay. Next question is from Basic HP Fan. What is your favorite card you have ever designed? Oh, so the funny thing is I get asked this question all the time. Um, if you've ever listened to me be interviewed, this is a super, super popular question I get. In fact, I, the, if you ever watch me interview, the, the, the line I usually use when someone asks me that is I'll say, um, so which of my children do I love more? That's the line I always oh. use. Um, oh, that's funny. So, the, uh, I mean, there's a lot of answers. I've made a lot of cards. I mean, the card I most often will talk about is either Morrow, just because it's named after me, and it, it, it allowed me to become part of the game. That was kind of cool. Or I'll say doubling season because that's just the mechanical card that I made that I'm kind of proudest of having made. Um, but there's lots and lots of cards. Uh, Mind Slaver, I, I was, it was a problem I had to solve that I eventually figured out how to solve. That was really cool. Um, Walk the Plank. I mean, there's a lot of individual cards I made. They're just kind of like nice little, very elegant little bubbles of things that I think are really cool. So there's really no one card. Um, if I have to pick one, it's either Morrow or Doubling Season. That's what I, I normally give as my answer. <laughs> Um, next question is from Isaac. How does the crew of Weatherlight board the ship? Hashtag Weatherlight. So what happens is the ship can come very close to the ground. It doesn't actually touch the ground, but it can come very close and float close to the ground. And then they have ladders they can throw over the side and they can climb down. <laughs> that, that is how they board and unboard. Um, but they can get pretty close to the ground, not... Not on the ground, that would damage the ship, but they can get very, very close to the ground. Close enough that the ladders can, can get them there. Um, next question is from Whitman. Okay. The most useful thing I learned about games from Mark's podcast was how certain parts of a game can restrict the possibility space of other parts of the game. Sarah, what's the most useful thing about games you've learned from Mark? Um, the most useful thing I've learned about games yeah, I've learned. Yeah, what's the most useful thing you've learned? Like about designing the game, or well, I don't know games. It's open question. About what have you learned? What 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 is about? Okay, specifically about designing games, you have to be open to other ideas and stuff. You can't be restrictive to only what you're thinking. Like it's nice that you have a whole team that you get to work with. Um, and for just most useful thing about games in general, maybe like I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So, that's a fine answer. I don't know. Okay, next, next question. Next 
question. Um, let's see. Um, from Ford One, what's the best advice you've ever received but didn't take? Uh, okay, you think about that, and I'll think about that. I have no idea. Um, there's advice that I didn't take at the time that I look back and I realize that I made a mistake. Um, pro- it's funny. Probably the thing that most impacted my life where I think I made a wrong decision was back when I worked in Hollywood. Um, I, uh, the, my, my very first agent who, uh, named Talia, who I really liked, she decided to not be an agent. She, she had, I was one of her very first clients. She tried it for like a year and then decided that it wasn't what she wanted to do. So she ended up, uh, she worked with another agent. So I ended up taking that new agent. But that new agent really didn't have room for, for her clients. And so she set up a meeting with two different people for me to talk with. And I went and I met with both of them. And one of them, I, uh, I felt better. I had a better connection with. I just intuitively felt better about. But the other one on paper was a lot better. They had a bigger agency. And in theory, they could do more for my career. And I had to choose between sort of following my heart and following my head. And I was instructed by a bunch of people that your heart could lead you astray. Follow your head. Uh, and I think I made a huge... I did. I did. I, I, I followed my head in that situation. And it led to bad things happening. And, and I mean, on some level, I don't think my life would be where it is. I wouldn't have my daughter. So <laughs> may, maybe me making the decision was all for the best. But uh, it is a decision... I, I've since realized that following my heart is more important than following my head. That my, my gut tends to be a little bit better than... Like on paper, this is the right move. Is not not as good as this feels right. So I, I since that time, I've become a very intuitive decision maker. Okay. Um. Next question is from Richard. What's the best slash worst thing about having an awesome game nerd for a dad? I don't think there's anything bad about <laughs> it. I think it's all good things. Um. That I'm introduced to all these games and all these people and, like I said earlier, we get to go places and. Um, I don't know. It's there's nothing bad about it. Um, <laughs> oh, no, this is fine. I mean, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get you dish on me. So no, no. I'm okay, not. so we we have time for uh, like two more questions. Two more questions. Okay. Um, this question from Magic Follower: What does your dad do that makes you laugh the most? Um, what, what do I do? <laughs> what do you do? No, it, just every day he comes up with different dad jokes and different random things that makes me laugh there's not one specific thing that he does um one thing i do find really funny though is that he gets really emotional whenever (laughs) whenever we watch movies and stuff and the rest of us are like laughing about it and like joking and he's over in the corner like tearing up we think it's so funny me and my sister i'm glad i'm glad uh me having emotional uh i mean I, we just think it's really funny because, yep. like, the rest of us are fine and we're laughing, and you're yeah, like, well, it's a it's a touching story. Corner, like, crying. Okay, no, we have time funny. for one final. One. Th- this is this final is question. this is the big final question. So, do you have a, a big finale, a big final question? Um, I mean, it could just really. be a question. I know. Um, a lot of these are excellently for Rachel, but that's fine. Rachel's my older sister. Yes, yeah, so, uh, she's the one at college. Yeah, a few people who wrote in questions when I said I was with my daughter. I said Sarah specifically, but they confused her with Rachel. So there's a couple like, "How are you enjoying college?" <laughs> and Sarah's like, "Well, I haven't gone to college yet. I'll, I'll let you know." <laughs> I'm enjoying high school though. Okay, last question. Okay, is last from, question. Oh my gosh, why did I pick that? Pop, pop, what? 
Pop potatoes. It's like hippopotamus, I think, but popopotamus. Oh no, that's not. It's potatoes. Pop, oh, potatoes. Oh, pop, pop, it's potatoes. Pop, pop, potatoes. Pop, pop, potatoes. Pop, pop, potatoes. Okay. Okay. How old were your kids? If when did you? Wait, wait what? Oh, how were? What? Okay, sorry. How old were your kids? If when you introduced them to magic, how did that go? I've got three kids, with the oldest about to turn four, so I've got time to plan. Any recommendations for kids' games are appreciated, too. Okay, so I taught all three of my kids roughly when they were about eight. Yeah, um, And Adam, my son, is the only one that has stuck with it. Both Rachel and yeah. Sarah have said, what else it's, you got? So, yeah. uh, so, but yeah, I, I taught you eight. So, <laughs> what, what I find is... Kids seem to be ready somewhere between six to eight. It's right. It depends on your kid. Um, I find that eight is the point where most kids can handle it, and that six is some kids, and it kind of depends. Uh, one of the things I recommend when you're teaching kids is just stripping down and doing a simpler version. So when you play with them, there's, there's just less, less stuff going on. And lean into what your kid likes. If they love goblins or elves or dragons or whatever, you know, lean into so that the thing they're playing with is something they're, they're really excited by. Uh, or like we have dinosaurs, or you know, whatever your kids are really into, um, make their first a, a game experience something that they they really love. Okay, so uh, today Sarah is going rock climbing, yes. and we are now <laughs> yes. here at rock climbing. Woo-hoo. So I hope you have a good day rock climbing, Thanks. and thank you for answering all the questions. So this has been um, small, small talk, talk with, with Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> so anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, this means it's the end of my drive to work. Well, Woo-hoo. technically not end of my drive to work, but end of this drive to work. Uh, and so instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Say bye, Sarah. Bye-bye.